You found it. Your number one place for free English lessons on the internet. Learn American English with this guy. Don't forget to leave a five-star review if this podcast improves your English. And now, here's your host, this guy. I would love to give a huge shout out to the sponsors of this podcast, the fine folks at Link. Link is the app I have been using for the last three years to learn Italian, and it is the app I will use to learn Portuguese for my trip to Brazil. What makes Link so great is that it is the only app you need to listen to your English, to read your English. You can even translate right on the app. You could even download this podcast to link, get the transcript, and study it like an English lesson. If you would like to check link out, there is a link in the show notes for 35% off an annual membership. Now let's get to the English lesson. It is that time. Welcome. I hope you are all ready to learn some English. Learn a little bit about American culture. Because today in this English lesson, we are going to read an article. So that is going to help you with your English reading. You will listen to a native English speaker speak, which will help you with your English listening comprehension. Plus, we'll also talk a little bit about American culture. So I don't think as many people will be watching this live stream because I'm going at a different time. If you do have any questions, just drop them in the chat and I will probably be able to answer them. But what we are going to do is read this article. It is the surprising history of Mother's Day. And then we will go over some of the more difficult vocabulary because I do think this is going to be an advanced English lesson probably take about a half an hour. So maybe you are watching live. Maybe you are watching on replay. This might be one of those lessons where you might want to watch twice, maybe three times, because we are going to be covering some pretty difficult vocabulary. But Lucas here from Poland. I think it's rather late, isn't it? Belarus is in the house. Welcome. Argentina is in the house. Hope you're doing well. Bologna. Is that Italia? Italy. Italy in English. Tanya's from Germany. Omron. He left this earlier. Oh, Jose, what's going on? Omron left this earlier. He lives in the United Arab Emirates, but I think it might be kind of late there. So he might not be with us, but whoa. Italy is definitely in the house. Welcome, Filippo. Radic, hope you're doing well. There are more people here than I thought there would be. So let's talk a little bit about Mother's Day. This Sunday, I am recording this on a Thursday, but this Sunday in the United States is Mother's Day. And I know there are other countries around the world who will celebrate this day on different days. But here in the United States, I think I have a sentence for you here. It is always 
on the same day. So let's take a look at this sentence right down here. Mother's Day in the United States is always held on the second Sunday of May. It's always held on. Have you heard that term before? You can hold a holiday on a certain day. Yeah, that is a correct sentence. Sometimes we use that verb. You might also hear celebrated. We could have the sentence with the verb celebrated. Mother's Day in the United States is always celebrated on the second Sunday of May. But it's coming up. It's coming up. And we are going to be talking about the woman who is responsible for creating the holiday we now call Mother's Day. And I think I have a picture of her for you. I know I do. I just need to pull it up. It's right here. This is what she looked like. Her name was Anna Jarvis. And you can imagine if it started in 1908. Well, she was pretty old. So she hasn't been with us for a number of years, but that is what she looked like at one time. And Mother's Day became an official U.S. holiday in 1914. So what is it? I'm not very good at math. And I've been teaching all day. So my brain is a little fried. Have you heard that term before? When you're not at your best, you're a little tired. Maybe you're not firing on all cylinders. That is something else we might say when our brain isn't working all the way. So I'm a little fried, but what is that? Is that 111 years ago? I don't know. Please, in the chat, you're probably better at math than I am. It is, no, that's wrong. Is it 109 years? 119 years? I'm not a math teacher. I'm an English teacher. Luckily, I think I can teach English pretty well. So this is the article that we are going to be reading. This is from a few years ago. This is from 2018. So you will see a lot of talk about the 2020 Mother's Day celebration, but many of the numbers that we will talk about are probably still true for today. It's only three years ago. So let's start reading. I'll make this a little bigger. The surprising history of Mother's Day from, see, in the United States, we do month first and then date. So from May 10th, 2018. You can see a picture there. I love mom. It looks like somebody is baking cookies for their mother. Isn't that nice? Mother's Day, this is a paragraph right here. I will highlight the paragraph that I'm reading. So then if you would like, you can follow along, shadow as I read, or you can pause, read it for yourself. It's kind of like an audiobook. You can hear me pronounce the words as you read them. I think it will be a great way for you to improve your English. Right here. Mother's Day is a holiday honoring motherhood 
and is observed in different ways throughout the world. In the United States, Mother's Day 2020 occurs on Sunday, May 10th. The American version of Mother's Day was created by Anna Jarvis in 1908 and became an official U.S. holiday in 1914. So a lot of that we've already talked about. I meant to make that bigger. There you go. You have a picture of Anna Jarvis. And I would like to reread that sentence for you. Anna Jarvis created Mother's Day in the United States in 1908. Mother's Day became an official holiday in the United States in 1914. Let's read this one again. Mother's Day in the United States is always held on the second Sunday of May. Just going to check the chat here. Okay. So in Belarus, Mother's Day is celebrated in the fall. Madagascar. Welcome. Cecilia. Hello. Omron. We will talk about how expensive Mother's Day is. I think in the United States, the average person spends $118 on Mother's Day. And we are going to talk about how Anna Jarvis did not like how people were spending so much money on the holiday she, she created. So we will talk a little bit about that. Good to see you here, Cecilia. All right, let's talk more about this article. We can read the second paragraph here. I'll try to make it a little bigger for you. So I am highlighting the paragraph that I will read. And we have a couple words that I think are pretty tough here. So we'll talk about them after. Jarvis later denounced how commercial the holiday had become and spent the rest of her life trying to get it off the national calendar. Mother's Day traditionally involves giving moms flowers, cards, and other gifts. More phone calls are made on Mother's Day than any other day of the year. Phone traffic can spike as much as 37%. So the first word I thought that might be tough for you would be this word denounce. And I do have a sentence for you. Excuse me, I do have a definition for you. But denounce means you say bad things about something. So maybe you aren't happy with the president of your country. You might denounce that person. That's when you say they're not doing a great job. So Anna Jarvis started the holiday of Mother's Day, but she soon found out a lot of people were spending too much money. The next thing I want to talk about is that word commercial. So we do have a lot of commercial holidays in the United States. If you see down below there, it says commercial might mean an ad to try to sell something, but it also means people are spending money. I think one of the biggest commercial holidays 
in the United States is Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Sometimes you will hear that called a Hallmark holiday. Hallmark holiday. We have a greeting card company in the United States called Hallmark. And a lot of people will spend money on cards just to give to other people. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day. They could be called Hallmark holidays because a lot of people will spend money on them when maybe you should just tell everybody you love them every day. Maybe you should give your mom a call more often than just once a year. So it didn't take long for Anna Jarvis to denounce the holiday. She wanted to create a day when people would remember their mothers, maybe spend some extra time with their mothers, but she didn't like the fact that people were buying so many gifts, spending so much money on that holiday. What's the next word here? I think it was spike, right? Is that one? Spike might be a difficult one. And it is a difficult word because we are going to talk about many different ways you might use spike in English. It might be a noun. It could be a verb. And then there are a couple different ways we use those types of words. So like I said, spike could be a noun, could be a verb. And there are a couple different ways we use it as a noun and a verb. So let's take a look at the first one. Spike. There is a picture of a spike. If you are listening to the podcast, I'm sorry, you can't see that picture, but it's a sharp thing. It's almost like a big nail. That is a spike. You might see railroad tracks have spikes in them. But spike might also be used in sports. So this is a verb, meaning to hit really hard. And if you look at that picture, to me, it looks like a person is playing volleyball and it looks like they are trying to spike the ball. So there it's a verb, meaning to hit really hard. So we have a sharp object. We have spike meaning to hit very hard, but guess what? It's not used that way in the article. This is talking about how phone traffic can spike. So what does that mean? We have two more definitions, two more definitions for spike. This is the definition of spike we should use here. If you look at that graph, and you see the yellow arrow at the top, there's a really high point. So when the article says telephone calls spike during Mother's Day, that means it happens more often. There is a spike in phone calls. That's a noun. We have, we have one other way we use spike, at least one other way. So somebody could 
spike their hair. That means to make it stick up. So you know me. I don't like talking about hair too much because I'm losing it. Every day I wake up, I have a little bit less hair on the top of my head. But my hair, what little bit I have, you could say it's spiked. Spiked. Gosh, so many ways to use spike. You might also hear spike as in adding alcohol to a drink. So be careful. If you ever go to the United States and you hear, hey, I think somebody spiked your drink. That means they added alcohol and you didn't know it. So we might have like spiked punch. It's a fruity drink with alcohol. Let's take a look at the chat. Make sure I haven't missed anything. All right, Omron says in Arabic countries, it's on the 21st of March. All right, Chris, spike. That's what makes English so difficult, right? One word, and we just talked about five ways that one word could be used. Hey, Mahmood, welcome. Yeah, good question. Why am I streaming right now? I thought, you know, why not? I have a little extra time. This weekend is Mother's Day. I'm not sure if I will be able to go live or not. So I thought, let's do it. Oh, there we go. So, Claudio. Hola. Boa tarde. I'm trying to learn Portuguese right now. Um, yeah, it's still afternoon where we live. Here in Brazil, Mother's Day is the most important day for commerce. Really? Christmas is second? Wow. That surprised me. Filippo, thank you so much. A little bit of a a little bit of a, a, a super chat there. Super chat. I got something for you. Filippo, thank you. I think Filippo gave me a super chat the last time I streamed. So thank you so much. I got a little something for you here. There hey, thank you so much for the super chat. All right. Mother's Day. Thank you so much, Filippo. And I'm not even sure I'm doing a great job. I don't know. I feel a little tired. I hope I'm explaining everything okay. But Filippo, thank you so much. And he's a channel member. Thank you so much. We talked about Spike. Hey, Yulia, welcome. Good to see you here. I know it's late in Russia. I feel bad. So many, so many people are here and it's late for them. All right, if you saw the video I made yesterday, it came out about the cats. There were four kittens living under my shed. We have found two of them. We brought them to the shelter. I think I will be doing a live lesson, not a live lesson, just an English lesson at the animal shelter. But uh, the other three cats, the mom and her two babies, we have not seen since Saturday. And I'm filming this on Thursday. All right. Mahmood, what is Mother's Day? Please, we are talking about that. It is a day 
that you say, mom, I love you. Thank you for giving birth to me. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. All right. What's up? Jeez, Sammy, I don't know. Sammy, Brent, have you thought about prolonged water fasting? No, I'm no, I'm not a doctor. Jeez, look at me. I'm out of shape. I don't know. All I know is English. I don't dare say anything about diets. Oh no, thank you. Doing a great job. That helps. Thank you. I will try. <laughs> thank you, my mood. I will keep trying to do my best after a long day of teaching. But I had a little extra time today and I thought, you know what? Maybe I can create a really quick lesson about Mother's Day. So let's get back to the lesson. Hopefully this is helping you. So this scares me a little bit right here. I need to say two names from Greek and Roman mythology, and I am not great at pronouncing Greek and Roman names. I will do my best, but please don't think that I am pronouncing these names perfectly. I might have them wrong. I'm not Greek and I'm not Roman, so I apologize beforehand. Let's take a look at this next sentence, a tricky one here. This is the history of Mother's Day. Celebrations of mothers and motherhood can be traced back to the ancient Greeks and Romans. They held festivals in honor of mother goddesses Rhea and Sibylle. I know, I don't think I said that right. The clearest forerunner is the early Christian festival known as Mothering Sunday. The celebration fell on the fourth Sunday in Lent. It was originally the time when the faithful would return to their mother church, the main church near their home, for a special service. So I don't talk a lot about religion on this channel. I'm just an English teacher. But it seems like some of the earliest celebrations for motherhood do have something related to the church. In the United States today, I don't think most people think of religion and celebrating their mothers together. I think they are separate. Even though in the United States, many people go to church on Sunday and Mother's Day is celebrated on Sunday, it is not a religious holiday. It is a secular holiday. And we will talk about what secular means very soon. All right. All right. Yesterday, really, Betty? Mother's Day, Mexico. I would love to go to Mexico uh, at some point, to Cancun, to see Chichen Itza. I would like to go see that. All right. Back to the article. See if I can share this here with you. I think we have some more words to talk about. Secular, actually. Over time, Mothering Sunday became a more secular holiday. Children began presenting their mothers with flowers and other tokens of appreciation. Oh my goodness. 
There are some difficult words there, right? So one of those words that was mentioned was secular. So let's talk about secular. It means not religious. So in the United States, we have a secular government. Government and religion are actually separated here in the United States. Secular. Mother's Day in the United States now is a secular holiday. Unlike Christmas, unlike Hanukkah, unlike Eid, those are religious holidays. Mother's Day is a secular holiday. It's not religious at all. Let's see here, make this a little bigger. What else? Tokens. That might be new. Tokens. So tokens can often mean like coins. You might need a token for the subway. But here in the article, token means just little items. Tokens of appreciation. Big word. Appreciation. Appreciation means thank you. Tokens of appreciation are little items you give to someone to say thank you. Like, I appreciate you. That means I value you. I'm happy that you are in my life. I appreciate you. Thank you. Hopefully that helps. What else do we have here? I think we have some, oh yeah, we got another hard word coming up. Let me make this bigger. Take that away here. Anne Reeves Jarvis and Julia Ward Howe. In the United States, the origins of Mother's Day date back to the 19th century, before the Civil War. Anne Reeves Jarvis of West Virginia helped start Mother's Day work clubs to teach local women how to care for their children. At the time, many children died of disease. Jarvis taught mothers about hygiene to help keep their children from catching diseases. Hygiene. I thought that might be a difficult word. So let's talk about what hygiene means. Hygiene means keeping yourself clean. So if you have good daily hygiene, you probably take a shower, you brush your teeth. If you have hair, you may wash your hair. You may also hear something called dental hygiene, and that means taking care of your teeth, brushing every day, flossing. I have a whole English lesson on teeth. Check it out after this one. He practiced good dental hygiene. He visited the dentist every six months. Hygiene. Oh, you should also think about subscribing if you haven't subscribed yet. Kurdistan is in the house. Hmm. Yes, I think you can earn tokens in video games. When I was younger, I used to play super mario brothers and you could earn tokens in that game like you had to jump up they were little coins 
But yeah, tokens. What? Mahmood, Mauritania? They don't celebrate Mother's Day? Aw. All the poor mothers there? Maybe maybe on Sunday you should uh, start a new tradition and say hello to your mom. Yeah, Sammy, I don't know anything about fasting or no. I'm just going to stick to Mother's Day. How about that? I'm trying to teach English here. We talked about hygiene. And next, we're going to talk a little bit about the Civil War. Because Mother's Day has something to do with the Civil War. And if you are studying American English, you might want to know about the biggest war in American history. Yeah. Not world history. That would probably be World War II. But in American history, it's the American Civil War. The Civil War. So let's get back to the article. Make this bigger. Make me smaller. After the Civil War ended, these clubs helped heal the country. In 1868, Jarvis organized Mother's Friendship Day. So remember, Jarvis actually creates Mother's Day in 1908. But in 1868, that is three years after the Civil War ended, she created this thing called Mother's Friendship Day. Mothers gathered with former Union and Confederate soldiers to promote reconciliation. That might be the biggest English word I've ever said on this channel. Reconciliation. That might be a good word to end with, but don't worry. Don't worry. We'll talk about what those mean. We need to talk about union, confederate, and reconciliation. Reconciliation. Oh boy. So let's first talk about union troops. What does that mean? I have a picture for you. So there is a map of the United States. The northern part is in that blue-green color, and the southern part is in that gray color. So when you hear Union troops and you hear the Civil War, those are troops from the northern part of the United States, those states that are in that bluish-green thing. Confederate troops, those are troops from the southern part of the United States. Those are in gray. States like Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, and Florida. Those light gray states, Arkansas, Tennessee, North Carolina, and Virginia, they were called border states. So they were in between the north and the south. A lot of fighting went on there in those gray states. We also talked about reconciliation. Let me highlight that for you. Reconciliation in the blue here. Reconciliation means that at one time there was a fight and people were divided. They were not together. 
if you reconcile with somebody, that means you become their friend again, or you become friendly again. A lot of times you will hear this with couples. Let's say there is a man and a woman, they are married, but then they have a fight and they separate. Maybe they don't divorce, but maybe the man moves to a different house for a little while. If they reconcile or if they have reconciliation, that means they get back together again. They become friends again. Reconciliation. It's fun to say. Try it at home right now. Maybe you're at home alone. Maybe there are other people in the room with you. Reconciliation. Feels good. Reconciliation. All right, so there is my lesson on Mother's Day. A little bit about the history. You now have almost an audio book where you can read the text, listen to me, read it. I think that will really help with your English comprehension. You now know some advanced English words like reconciliation. All right, uh, Tanya, a couple questions here. Is it common in the United States that kids create their very own gifts for their mom in kindergarten or preschool? Yes, 100%. A lot of times in those younger grades, the teacher will ask the student to create something for Mother's Day. And since they are so small, they can work on using scissors. They can work on drawing. So yeah, it's, it's very common very common. Now, Mahmood, I said earlier, because we only have 54 people watching, I, I didn't really check the chat. Um, sorry, the question form. So feel free to leave your questions right in the chat. I'll take a couple more here. Was that civil war? Yes. Civil war in the United States. In English, when you hear civil war, that means it is a war where one country fights against itself. So like the, the Spanish Civil War, it's kind of a famous world war when Spain went and fought against each other, like themselves. The United States had a big war with itself. The North fought the South, and that war happened in the 1860s. Hopefully that helps. Oh, Mexico City. Are you serious? I would love to go to Mexico City. This weekend, I watched a video by a YouTuber called Peter Santanello, and he visited New York City. I'm sorry, Mexico City, and it looked like a beautiful city. One of the best probably in the world. What fasting? There's a lot of talk about fasting today. I don't even think it's Eid, is it? Is anybody fasting? Um, have I ever fasted? Mm, no. Uh, maybe for a couple hours, like overnight. But no, not really. I don't look like I fast, right? Yeah, probably I wouldn't mind losing a little weight. So maybe I should start fasting. All right, I think I got to everybody in the chat. Yeah, I think so. 
Chris is learning a fifth language. Yeah, so I learned English as a baby. And then about four years ago, I started learning Italian just for the fun of it. And that's kind of why I created this YouTube channel because I was learning Italian and watching a lot of YouTube videos to learn Italian. And then my friend, Aroni, said, hey, look at this guy, Bob the Canadian. I watch him a lot. That's how I learn English. I thought, oh my gosh, maybe I should start a YouTube channel too. So I did in um, 2020, January, I started this channel. And then um, I'm going to be visiting Brazil next year. So I thought, let's take a break from Italian and start learning Portuguese. And I'm using a, an app called Link. There is a, a, a link in the description if you want to check that out. I am using Link to learn Portuguese. I think it could be a great way to learn English. Check it out if you would like. I think there is 35% off Link down there. Check it out. Togo. Wow. Must be late in Togo, right? That is in the western western coast of Africa, right? Togo. All right. Omran is wondering, have I can't he's wondering, have I bought a gift for your wife on for Mother's Day? Hmm. I can't she might be watching. I can't say. But um my children, my children might have. Uh Williams, so you are learning Portuguese. Yes, that might help you with, that's what I'm hoping. So if I learn Italian and Portuguese, it's almost like learning Spanish. So Spanish, when I learn that language, it won't be so hard, but I'm never going to stop learning Italian. I'm never going to stop learning Portuguese. It's probably how you feel about English. It's just like, those YouTube channels that say, oh, learn English in 30 days. No, like probably it just becomes part of your life and you are going to learn it forever. Keep getting better at it. That's what I say. That's what I say. All right. I think that's it. Thank you for your help. Do you know what flag this is? Oh, no, I don't have my glasses. I can't see it. Mm, I probably do if I can make it bigger. Oh, I can make it bigger. Hang on. Last thing. What is that? That is the um, Moroccan flag. Yeah, that's the flag of Morocco, right? And your name actually, right? Rap Moroccan. But during the World, during the World Cup, that flag was all over the place, right? Morocco did really well, made it to the final four. All right. I think you should learn the rules of pronunciation because they're very easy. Yeah. Yeah. The Portuguese, because of the nasal, it is a little bit tough. But, oh, Tanya, that is very nice of you. Thank you so much for the super chat. I do have a little something for you. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. That is very kind of you, Tanya. And she's also a channel member. So very, very generous. 
Just looking. Junior, thank you. Learning English through the lessons. Bangladesh is in the house. Oh, I'm glad I didn't sign off yet. I am glad I didn't say goodbye because look who joined us. Amina. Amina is in the house. It's okay, Williams. I knew what you meant. I knew what you meant. Just, Mamu, just check. I don't even have a link to the form. Just just write your question. Just copy, paste right into the chat. I'll answer it here. Heba, have I ever been to Egypt? I watch a lot of YouTube videos. Um, but this week, maybe on Tuesday, I watched a video where a YouTuber climbed one of the great pyramids. I, it was a great view he had from up there, but I know those pyramids are delicate. They're very old. If people climb on them, it could ruin them. So I don't like the fact that he climbed on the pyramids, but he had a great view from on top there. I don't know who the YouTuber was, but I'm sure you can look him up. He climbed the Egypt, one of the Egyptian pyramids. And oh, and there is a big building being built in Cairo right now. When it is finished, it will be the tallest building in Africa. And that person also climbed to the top of that. Oh yeah. Moroccan flag. Here's a little secret just for the 50 people watching right now. I want to, I have a, I'm going to Brazil in 2024. I would like to go to Morocco in 2025 and I would like to go to Italy in 2026. So excuse me, who knows if that is going to happen? I think it will. I think it will. What about this flag? Let's see that. Oh, I know. Well, Mahmoud, that's Mauritania, right? I know that. I know that flag. All right. Lino, yeah. Happy Mother's Day to all of those mothers out there. Absolutely. If you are a mom, happy Mother's Day in advance. Hey, Slovakia is in the house. All right. Let's see. Mahmoud, what can you do to show your appreciate, appreciation? Good use of that word, by the way. We just talked about that. If you live far away from your mother for Mother's Day. I think when we talked about those phone calls, we do that in the United States for the phone. Do you have that hand signal? I think a phone call is really good. My wife, Jamie, her mom lives in Alabama. So sometimes she will send flowers to her mother. Sometimes she will send chocolates to her mother. Where's Dubai? What is this? Is this a, is this a, has this turned into quizzing me about geography? I do love geography. So Dubai is, is definitely in the United Arab Emirates. Don't ask me how many Emirates there are. Are there 11? Are there 11 Emirates? Bangladesh. I watch a lot of videos from Bangladesh, Dakar, right? I'm a little, I'm a little scared. 
to travel to Bangladesh, to be honest, at least a car, because there are so many people, so much traffic. I worry. Might be too much for me. All right. I do need to end this, but the chat has been so fun. And there is a Moroccan flag again with a little heart. So thank you for that. No, the huge building in Saudi Arabia. No, I don't know that building. I did do an English lesson a little while ago about a city being built in Saudi Arabia. It's on the YouTube channel, but I don't think that was a building being built, right? I don't think so. All right, Junior, thank you so much. Oh yeah, tell your mom you love her. Even though it's not Mother's Day in Mauritania, tell her you love her. All right, that is going to do it for the English lesson today. Thank you so much to the 56 people who showed up and watched. I'm sure there will be others listening to the podcast and watching on replay. If I don't see you before Mother's Day, happy Mother's Day to all of those mothers out there. Maybe we will do an English lesson for fathers on Father's Day. That is in June in the United States. Come on, moms are more important, right? They gave birth to us. Gotta love the moms. All right, thank you so much for watching. See you soon. Maybe this weekend, I don't know. Maybe Saturday morning, we'll see. Adios, amigos.